to tell them the actual yeah incident. i guess i realized that yeah i bent over and i was deadlifting and uh <laughs> some uh a pair of something fell out <laughs> <laughs> he's like going down the like oh the my deadlift, and i burst out laughing yeah it was funny. <laughs> i was like oh my goodness yeah i didn't have underwear on That's and amazing. i didn't know there was a hole in my pants So I had asked people to give us some podcast topics. So now we're going to go through everyone's top picks. Top, top picks. picks. Top picks. I have a photo <laughs> on here of me flushing from Nyson. I don't think I showed you. Whoa, that's a legit flush. Yeah, that's a flush. That's a we flush. Should, we should take a heavy dose of Nyson, both of us, and for an episode. Niacin? I don't know if nice and with Zen is a good combo. No, it's not a good combo. I feel like it'd be. Oh, it's the same thing. Both nicotine and nic acid. Yeah, they're distant cousins. Oh, they're distant cousins. Yeah. Are you sure they're Half not brothers? first cousins? No. No, maybe not. Half I'll, brothers. Have to, I'll have to check the family tree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, hit me. Someone just said, been waiting, y'all. So we'll. Good, we, so were we. We were. We'll leave you not waiting now. Yeah, we were just my brain busy wasn't lollygagging. You need some zen. Sharpen up. No, the I'm mind. still feeling it from last week. <laughs> I'm literally still feeling it from last week. Okay. Well. Okay. Health. Health foods. They put in quotes? Yes. Okay. Slash drinks that aren't healthy. But their market is healthy. Walden Farms. Sorry. Guess they're not gonna sponsor us. Uh I just it's full of like I don't know someone that doesn't bloat off of Walden Farms. I'm sure some people digest. Yeah, maybe. Them. For sure. I just when like, people think it's, like, a healthy option for, like, especially the syrup, right? Mm -hmm. Zero calories. Nothing is zero calories except water. Okay, here's how I look at artificial sweeteners and artificially sweetened, low-calorie, no-calorie sauces and products in general. For Gen Pop, just make room in your diet for a fully sweetened, normal, as close to single ingredient whole food products as you can. Yeah. You know what I mean? So in general, I think, right? Um, when you're in bodybuilding prep and you're a competitor, you're already going to be taking risks. And not to say that there's risk involved with those, because maybe some people see them as safe, some people don't. I'm not, I'm not going to make a claim on that either way. Um, but it's one of those where it's like, if as a competitor, you're looking to leverage every single angle you can. Yeah. Right? So making room for a full calorie pop isn't, isn't doable. No. So particularly in the later stages of prep. So something like that might be... Like a diet pop. Yeah. So whether it's healthy or not, doesn't matter. Anyways, I know that's not the question they asked. But like that's... Uh, when it comes to stuff like that, that's how I see it. It's like, what are your goals? And like, who are you? What are you trying to do here? Also, diet pop uh, won't spike your insulin. Just a PSA. 
Uh, my buddy uh, Ryan Taylor was talking about that. He drank he drank it all peak week. Like I like to cut sweeteners out at the end, just in case. Say like 0.5 percent they disrupt disrupt my digestion. Mm-hmm. I will cut it out. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. Just for yeah, I but, think as a competitor that makes sense to like leverage little things like that. Um, that you may not even be sure of. You're just like, you know what? I'm trying to whatever. I just think it's it's good to be careful with the amount of sweeteners because there's sweeteners in your protein powder. There's mm-hmm. sweeteners in your um, zero calorie any drink you have, energy drink, diet pop. There's sweeteners in your pre workout. There's sweeteners in your BCAs. There's sweet. It's just like overload. And then some people are taking like Mio or other like water enhancers and just sipping on it all day or BCAs. And then before yeah. you know it, you're like. I literally just had sucralose all day. It's like just drink plain water yeah. and then make or put ro- some lemon in make it. room for a sprite if you want later on. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's fine. I agree. Okay. We didn't really answer the question though. Well, you said Walden Farms. Yeah, health food and drinks that are healthy. Think about it. You know what I would food. say is like probably stuff where um and again, all of this is like depends on the person for sure. But like in general, I think a lot of these like high fiber protein bars. Mm-hmm. Where it's like they have sugar alcohols, like erythritol or xylitol or molotol or whatever. Um, those types of things. And then they put in like a, a the high fiber will come from like inulin or yep. like oligosaccharide or whatever those uh, mm-hmm, fiber mm-hmm. carbohydrates that they use. Mm-hmm. Um, that are just low quality fibers that buff up the fiber count. Um, those I would argue are like probably unhealthy for some amount of people. And I don't think it's a small amount. Because a lot of people struggle to digest those. They really do. It's not a small amount of people. that, I, At least anecdotally, I have reported to me, a lot of folks would be better off just like having a normal protein bar that has sugar in it. On that note, health foods that aren't healthy, this is also person dependent. Some veggies. Some people can't digest certain veggies. So yeah, don't eat yeah, it. Just yeah. because it's a veggie and it's healthy, mm-hmm. it might not be good for your gut. Mm-hmm. So don't eat it. Yeah. Like, Even I guess we have to define what's healthy. I know that's the hard thing. That's why like we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> no, but I'm thinking no, like that'd be a whole episode. I think like that'd be probably episodes. a lot of greens powders. Yeah, I should I like some of the greens powders that are simple. Yeah, I just don't know if they're maybe you could argue they're like they're doing nothing. So it's not that they're not healthy, like they're it's not that they're unhealthy, it's just that they're not health promoting, you know? Well, and here's here's an example. Remember you won that greens powder at your one of your meats mm-hmm. and then it had wheat in it. So you couldn't even have it because to yeah. you, having gluten is not healthy. Yeah, I think that's more that's of right. like a so, rarer case though. I'm thinking, I'm no, like trying I'm to just, answer them from like a perspective of like, what are things that are like for the, for at least, I'm trying to think of something where like the majority of the population, if we took 50 random people, you know, where would like 26, 25 plus of those people have problems with something that's yeah. marketed as healthy. Yeah. You know, and I think those high protein or high fiber uh, artificially sweetened bars probably yeah. Uh, and then other like high fiber products. I'm trying to think of like, honestly, a lot of those, uh, like we enjoy shopping in like the natural, natural food section in a lot of these grocery stores because they have certain products that like I can eat, um, or that we just enjoy and, uh, and actually are healthier. Um, but there are a lot of things in there that are just like, like, again, like, like I said, those protein bars, I'm trying to think of like other examples of stuff, but like they're really not great that's n- for you. That's not in the natural food section. Mm-hmm. You know those uh, Boathouse Farms smoothies in the vegetable section? Yeah, Alex knows. Yeah. They're oh, the, yes. The Boathouse yes. or whatever. Yes, they taste um, delicious. Uh, I think double the sugar of a pop. Right. 
like an insane amount of sugar, right. insane amount of sugar, but they're in the vegetable aisle, mm-hmm. right? Like I, okay, I'm not, I'm not anti-sugar by any means, Me neither. Uh, but I'm very dose makes the poison, right? So if you're having that much straight sugar in one shot. Well, that is the funny thing too. People would see that and be like, probably not think twice. Most people. Because I just I walk- got it next to the lettuce. But if I, yeah, right. But if I walked around with like a Coca-Cola. Yeah. They'd probably be like, hmm, that seems weird for a trainer to yeah, be consuming. Yeah, yeah. You know? But any like massive, like uh, booster juice. Mm-hmm. It's just a smoothie. It's got crazy amount. See, I look at that as like, that's just high calorie. No, some of the booster juice are very high sugar. Because, and it's, I'm high, still- because it's high calorie. That's what I'm saying. So it's high calorie. I don't uh, look at that, that like too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I they think the like smoothie is lower calorie. Right. But the smoothie could be more than your burger. But this is the thing. This the What we're discussing yeah. here is like we're coming to like the intersection of like, does more healthy mean less calorie? Which I don't. I don't equate those two. It's like healthy doesn't mean low calorie. A lot of people use that synonymously. Where they're like, That's, That's unhealthy. Have you heard about all the sugar in that? And it's like, that doesn't mean it's unhealthy. It just means it has a lot of calories in it. Sugar is just I, energy. No, I understand. I I think what I'm getting at is like, um, say Prince, for instance, like 200 grams of straight sugar. And I'm talking like refined white sugar in yeah. one sitting, probably not great. How many grams? Like say 200 grams. I'm just yeah, like I mean, that throwing would be a, a full crazy meat. number. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They don't have 200 though. But I mean, some have 100. Those one boathouse some of The boathouse smoothies are like, from what I remember looking at the nutrition label, I was like, no okay. wonder yeah, this I don't is know. delicious. Yeah, I don't know what the nutrition facts say. Anyways. Okay, next. That's enough. That's enough. That was uh, uh, our buddy Ruben Dale asked that one. Nice. Shout out Ruben Dale. I'm going to shout out everyone. Support of the show. Um, our buddy Greg Martin said, this is awesome. Can't wait. Favorite podcast to work out to. Nice. Appreciate it. Love you, Greg. <laughs> Greg's my boy. I don't know who Greg is. Yeah. Yeah. He made a post for us one time. Do I know Greg? He's a fan. Sorry, Greg. I know you now. Uh, my client, Charlie, this, uh, this will be a question for you. Yeah. How to help clients make healthier habits without making them feel sh- on a strict diet? Ooh, that's a good question. <clears throat> this is more so your style of your Vallejo. You're wearing it right now. Yeah, probably the biggest overarching thing is uh, minimizing uh, general restriction overall. So what that means is having a very short list or zero on that list of foods that are uh, not permitted. That's like probably the first thing is making sure all foods are allowed. Um, and then working from there instead of starting off with, you're not allowed this, 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 which is super common when people start a diet. And that inherently creates feelings of restriction because it is highly restrictive. So starting from a, starting from a place of abundance is I think one of the most healthy things we can do to Mm -hmm. help people feel like they're not on a diet and these are definitely people like people not prepping yeah, contest prep the is person. the extreme yeah you have to be you're gonna feel you restricted to when you're prepping you have to be restricted yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but for the average person that's probably the big one that's good yeah um the other thing honestly would be um i think a lot of people like i noticed with my clients a lot of people end up feeling uh restricted and uncomfortable, which you have to learn to deal with some of that to an extent, but I think they feel it unnecessarily when they're not uh, moving enough because they're not moving enough. 
and they don't have enough output to to maintain a decent deficit, then they end up having just a short runway and a short budget for actually how much food they can consume. Mm -hmm. And then in order to lose weight, they have to eat that much less. And that can be quite uncomfortable. And then you are, it becomes glaringly obvious how much, how little food you can actually consume to see progress. So that's where you get certain people be like, oh my goodness, I'm barely eating. And some of them are just not tracking their food well. But a lot of them will <laughs> feel like, oh my goodness, I'm barely eating and the scale's not moving or it's not moving as fast as I think. Like you're probably not moving that much. Yeah. So one way you could uh, improve the feelings of uh, like, uh, th- improve basically the perception of like how much you're not on a diet um, and decrease feelings of restriction is just to move more. So what you're saying is for this podcast, we need to have like walking desks face each other and just walk, <laughs> walk the whole Yeah, the Alex would be like, that's going to be a mess for sound. <laughs> yeah. Just us banging on the treadmill. It'd be a good gimmick though. We might be the first podcast to do that. Write this down. We want it to yeah. be our thing. Um, I'm not going to say who did this one just in case. Yeah. But it says how to deal with fat friends um like sh- sh- they are saying i don't comment because uh like i don't comment on probably their physiques but because they don't like physical activity but they call her names because she works out all the time so i try to explain that basically weird it weird this person's friends yeah don't work out mm-hmm. aren't healthy per se mm-hmm. to say our standards yeah. and she works out a lot they make comments like why are you always at the gym what's and the question how to deal her, with that how to deal with that honestly that's a tough one because I've never had that problem because um, that's a tough one because mm. if you have strong social bonds with people like that that is tricky because you have different they goals don't support them. you yeah yeah that's a tricky one it, I think like ultimately it becomes one of those things where it's like well one of your options is to just hang out with those people less that's hard to do and maybe impossible in some situations with my new lens on life yeah i would have an open and honest communication and communicate to them that hey you saying these things um is hurting me and i want to know why you feel like you have to say those things because maybe very mature of you maybe they just don't understand it maybe they want someone to show them how to work out maybe it's not that they don't like it they just never tried and they're scared and whatever it might be. And then so instead of seeking help, they're just bringing you down because they see you as better than them. That's probably the best option. Bring you, <laughs> yeah. bring you down. That's to the most level. mature option. <laughs> yeah, that's good. The other we'll one is that, the we'll other. Uh, the third option is just to is improving how you manage it. You mean cutting, cutting them out of your life forever? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the first option. That's what I said. That was the first option. Oh, hang out with them. Yeah. yeah. yeah the third did. one would be just like dealing with people's comments and not letting it latch on to you as tightly, which yeah. is hard for a lot of people. Yeah. Can you be lovers if one of you doesn't lift? Oh, yeah. Oh, I say no. Oh, you can't personally. Personally. Right. This is. But can someone do that? Yes. Oh, yeah, sure. But yes sometimes yes. there's problems. Sure, but I don't. I think it depends not, how. I think it depends how deep you are in the fitness industry. That, but also it. Like also I dep- couldn't be with someone that doesn't lift. Also, it depends on how supportive they are. Yeah, that's fair. 
because there's it's going to be one of those things where it's like my partner doesn't uh, ride motorcycles. Like, yeah, you probably can have a loving relationship just fine. You know what I mean? You can be really into your bikes. It's all good. Yeah. You can be into a lot of hobbies without your so partner So I guess being it into just it. says you, and I took it as like, it's a question for us because it's our podcast. Right. So what about you? Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I think there's room for me without, you wouldn't need to do that for me to have a loving relationship. Oh, you don't need someone. Mm-mm. Oh, Mm-mm. I do. No, I would, I would, what would be, um, imperative for me would be taking care of themselves physically in some way, but they don't need to lift. Fair. Yeah. Appreciation for their fitness and health. That does matter. I think if I'm being honest, as a woman with muscle, I have to ha- be with a guy that has muscle. Sure. Cause that just, maybe it's different between the genders next finding a swolemate uh go to the gym i'll just answer that one uh sh- that was the question well it's like a multi-part question okay um like how to deal with uh stress eating that's the question well it's just I'm a confused. multi it says finding a swolemate stress eating Changing your circle of friends to reflect your gym life. These are just topics. Gotcha. Oh, these I are, see, it's I not Q and A. This is these were topics. I was looking at them all as questions. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Some more questions. Uh, it's the next topic is finding a swellmate. Yeah, I mean, you just got to go to the place where swellmates are. You got to go to the gym. Yeah. So I you want to find a Christian one. girl? Go to the church. That's it. Yep. Stress eating is a topic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's an interesting one because that's pretty much every human there's only a few i'd say the minority of people uh don't don't use don't use food to manage their feelings yeah most people do some people get really anxious they won't eat yeah but Um, or some do the opposite but that's just anxiety oh stress in general a lot of uncomfortable feelings people will still like go to food or yeah something yeah um something that's calorie containing something that's would be deemed as food for sure um, just super interesting. Cause I think it like, so the interesting thing about stress eating and then the kind of logical end of that, which would be like food addiction, essentially. Um, it's, uh, I've talked about this with clients many times where it's like, it's one of the most insidious addictions because compared to every other addiction, well, I shouldn't say every, yeah, pretty much every other addiction, unless you had some weird water thing. Um, which you could maybe, uh, group that in with food, but it's the only addiction that you can't kick cold Turkey. You have to learn a healthy relationship with food because you have to eat it because you have to eat. Mm. So it's like, I can kick cocaine, cold Turkey, never touch it again and live a healthy, fulfilling life. You know, I can kick, uh, online shopping and live a healthy, fulfilling life and I can never do it again. But with food, if you use that as a coping mechanism, um, and it becomes an addiction and a crutch for you, then it's it's really tough because it's not something you can stop cold turkey. You can't even stop it really for a day. I mean, you can stop it for a day, but you can't really stop it for a week. You can't really stop it for a month. Um, if you stop eating, you'll die. So you have to, at some point, develop a healthy relationship if you want to live a healthy, fulfilling life. So that I think, oh, that's, that's the one aspect. The other one that makes it insidious is that it's so socially acceptable. Mm. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, a classic example would be like going to a family event or a social function of some kind and you have um, 
someone's hosting and they serve you food and then you're done your first plate and then they go, hey, have some more here. And they're already scooping seconds on your plate. Um, or you say no and then they try and push you for more because they want to serve you. And it's especially because they want more or because they want whatever. They but want I think people, people are just generous them. and they're just giving. Um, yeah. Or they want to join in. They want someone to join them on on seconds as well. They don't want to be the only one. So that's a thing as well, for sure. Um, that's a that's a tough one because you, you equate that to something like alcohol or drugs. And, um, you know, there's a lot of situations where if someone is has had enough booze. Um, you'd equate that to like had enough food where you're like, oh no, I'm full. I don't need any more. It's like, well, I've had a number of drinks. I'm okay. I don't need any more. There's a, in most circles, I think like most people would be like, they would respect that. Be mm -hmm. like, okay, you don't need any more drinks or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure in some, they're not that way. But I think, uh, I think uh, food is like, it's the toughest one for that reason. Okay. Let's do, we got time, probably two more quick ones. Um, this could be super quick. Most embarrassing thing that's happened to you at the gym? Uh, <laughs> I can't really think of anything. I haven't really been embarrassed. I've never pooped my pants. No. But I did go to the gym with pants like this, black Lululemons, and had no underwear on. And <laughs> the pants that I had been wearing. I'm bad for this. I've had this in the past. The crotch rips all the time in a lot of my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and the crotch I had a hole in for a while. It didn't really matter. It was a small hole. It wasn't a big deal. <laughs> but big it enough. Had, the hole had slowly grown, but it didn't matter because I always had underwear. The I don't know. It just didn't matter. It didn't matter. I'm not showing off my crotch, so it didn't matter too much. Let's, I give love them those a, pants. let's give them a low context. It was at the gym, mm -hmm. and luckily I was the only one there. Were you? Yeah. To tell them the actual Yeah, incident. I guess I realized that. Yeah, I bent over and I was deadlifting and uh, <laughs> some uh, a pair of something fell out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like going down was to like, set oh up the my. deadlift and I burst out laughing. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> I was like, oh my <laughs> goodness. Yeah, I didn't have underwear on That's and amazing. I didn't know there was a hole in my pants. So, yeah. Embarrassing. Super <sighs> embarrassing. But yeah, luckily no one that I know had caught it other than Sam. Or they so, were too embarrassed to say something. Yeah, they were something. too embarrassed. Be like, whoop, something slid out. Oh, man. That's so funny. Yeah. So needless to say, ever since then, I make sure that all of my pants that I wear don't have holes in them, and uh, I don't go commando. That's good. How to properly do a gaining phase, quote, bulk, particularly women, duration, etc. So I'll just, I'll answer this one quick. Um... So being in a bulk or a gaining phase is just being in a calorie surplus. Um, what I'm finding that I'm finally doing better of this prep is staying at a lower body weight and staying at a lower body fat percentage um, to facilitate growth. So, you know, you will be putting on some body fat. That's a given. Uh, and that's part of a bulk. Um, but it doesn't have to be as extreme as I have done in the past or other people have done. Um, you know, go up slowly, monitor your weight, track your food, get enough protein. Um, duration can be pretty much as long as you want to keep gaining weight. Uh, for me, that's usually six to eight months. So in my opinion, slower is better there. Because Slow, then you yeah, can keep the body fat at a lower percentage and yep. increase nutrition partitioning, keep insulin healthier. Yeah. And th this is all dependent on your goals. Mm -hmm. Um, are you competing? Are you not? How much size do you actually want to put on? 
are you natural? Are you enhanced? It's a lot of for duration and stuff like mm -hmm. that. It's a lot. Um, and we'll do one more. Um, we can use actually. There's two more good ones. Quick, but we'll do one more. Do you? And I think they're asking me, train differently from males, or do you train the same? I train the same. Uh, there's no like specific exercise for man versus women. We all have bodies now. Does my body do better with certain exercises? Yes, but that doesn't necessarily uh, relate to me being a woman. Just relates just to as a person. my leverages and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. Sweet. Wrap it up. Cool. Thanks for listening to the show. You can follow Stay Peaked at Stay Peaked on every single social media platform. If you're looking for coaching or you're looking to get in touch with Samurai, you can check out our handles in the show notes below. Thanks for listening.